welcome to That Creative Life. Hi, my name is Sarah Dietschy and I am your host. I talk with artists, YouTubers, CEOs, and everyone in between. I hope this podcast helps you live your best creative life. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Thanks. Elise. Thanks this for is, having me. This is the first time that I've had someone in the studio, which is so exciting. Um, you know, we haven't seen anyone in the past three months. What is human? So I think we're good. Yeah. I don't think we're going to pass anything to each other. I, I highly doubt it. I yeah. have been the most safe person. I have been the most like... It's been crazy. Uh, like, get away from me. Yeah, get away from me. <laughs> Hand sanitizer, mask. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why New York, hopefully we are, you know, we are flattening that curve. But I think a lot of people are wearing masks and being responsible. They are. So it is, it is good to be back to see that. Um, but it's so funny. I don't know if funny is the right word. You moved to New York right at the start of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Which is very interesting. Yes. And we should talk about that. Very but true. you're also such a talented photographer, Positor. How do you even describe yourself? Man, I'm just a creative. Anything yeah. someone gives to me, I try to accomplish it. I love it. I'm just a go-getter. And be real. Where did it start? Because I want to talk about how we met, which is really <laughs> fun. But what was that first camera? How did you start shooting pictures? How did you start in Photoshop? Uh, I mean, you do a lot of cool creative things. Where did, where did that begin? Yeah, hype me up. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I have been a designer since I was like nine or ten years old. I owned my first website when I was twelve. What was the URL? Uh, it was called Jazzy Girl, <laughs> and it was it makes no sense at this point. So let me tell you the 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 reason behind that name. So at the point there was someone who owned this like web space and there was a community forum on there that I really liked, and I begged my parents to like buy this forum from this person. So I bought this website with the forum on there and then I built my own website around the forum with like like tutorials and like Got free graphics. Newer on our hands. When I was what in the sixth heck? grade, I was doing this. So, so were you a part of that forum and you said, oh, there's something here. Yeah. I want a bigger part of it. And mm -hmm. that's what just, yeah, just felt like. And they, well, they were like, oh, we wanna sell it. We don't wanna host it anymore. I was like, I'll buy it. And I'm yeah. like 12 years old. I don't I, was, I had no idea really oh. what I was doing. <laughs> I mean, what did your parents say to that? It was like, I mean, I, I had to beg them for the money, you know, and yeah. they really didn't understand what I was doing, but they were really Those supportive. My dad parents, has been, though. always been, very, well, my parents are divorced. My mom lived in Chicago um, and I was living with my dad and my stepmom at the time. Mm -hmm. And my, my dad, was he would like, I mean, I remember he came home with like a computer one day that had like Photoshop and Illustrator on it and everything. Game over. And my stepmom was born. really, really into tech too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they just were, I mean, I was just obsessed with being on the internet. So they were, I mean, I think they were truly such an, a huge part of, mm -hmm. of even why I'm today. Man, that is so yeah. cool. So how did that forum evolve? I honestly, I probably blocked it out of my mind because I don't remember like anything that happened. All I remember is the next few years of eventually when I was selling like MySpace layouts for like yeah. McDonald's cheeseburgers oh at lunch. So entrepreneur stuff. All yes. The way. I remember <laughs> when people had Tumblrs and mm -hmm. MySpaces, you thought that you were this fancy programmer. You were copying oh, pasting HTML. HTML. Nice. Hello. Ooh. You know, I was out here slanging HTML. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I and that's honestly that was one of the inspos for me being like, oh, maybe I should try computer science as a mm -hmm. college thing. But then you get really into it mm -hmm. and you discover it's pretty difficult. This is scary. If you put you, a code you gotta little have a, like thing somewhere wrong, like the whole entire over. thing is destroyed. Game over. Yeah, you got to have a passion for yeah. it to make it your entire job. Yeah. But that's that's so funny. And then. What attracted you to photography? What was that? What was your first camera ever? Um, I have like, I think it was probably like a little point and shoot like thing that I used to put like pictures of myself on on MySpace, to be honest uh -huh. with you. I remember I would like set up the little point and shoot on like my desk or something and I'd have a timer on it and I'd be like modeling or whatever. Yeah. I was I always dreamed of like being on America's Next Top Model too. I tried I out one year. I love that show so but much. You tried out? I tried out one year. Well, people are starting to say it's a little problematic. The okay. more you watch it back, you're like, oh my God. Like, I haven't what were they saying? So Tyra was saying some horrible things. Really? I didn't realize. We had no idea at the time. No it's idea. entertainment. What are you going to yeah. say? <laughs> so, but I tried out for that season where they had like the shorter girls where the 
they're like, okay. you can be five nine and under and try out. I'm like, God forbid, I'm short. Like <laughs> Jesus. So, um, I guess a lot of that show was picking out the flaws of yes. these already beautiful women. So yes. I can see, yeah, I can see that <laughs> craziness. Um, so I mean, that was my first kind of interest in photography, but it wasn't until Instagram in 2012 or no, not 2012, but 2010 mm-hmm. when I kind of signed up for Instagram, but I was just posting like selfies and like pictures of my food, really nothing creative at all. That's what we were all doing. Yeah, I was That's what Instagram was, was hanging, for. Just hanging out. I have 10 likes <laughs> right. on a picture of my lunch. Yeah. Well, I mean, I barely got two probably. I mean, I don't even think I had any followers. I was just yeah. post all the time. Um, and then I, I, I just eventually found this community of like iPhone photographers like Cole Rise and like a bunch of different people who were just so creative with their phones and me being this like college dropout at the time who had absolutely nothing to my name I had no job no like computer no camera that was suffice um I didn't have a point of shoot I don't know where any of my stuff was at the time I was like homeless pretty much because I was wow. staying at like friends houses I could have went home it was whatever but I just wanted to be like out and about whatever yeah. and I kind of felt like I knew my own way but really didn't I had to learn and live but um you know through that I had my iPhone I had a broken iPhone 4 that could shoot and had a platform with Instagram you know and I had these free apps where I could create Mm -hmm. stuff with my phone and so that's what I did consistently and then uh now I'm a photographer but I mean it wasn't it was really just this creative outlet from that past that I had with design and like just internet love you know it it grew into something that it is today yeah and Boy, has it blossomed. It's blossomed. The the first time that we ever met actually wasn't, you know, we're all doing our own things. You're doing amazing mm-hmm. things on Instagram. You do a lot of the cool, um, what would you call it? Compositing or how would yeah. you describe? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So where you, you bring in some real world and bring in some fantasy yeah. and you have your <laughs> giraffe and you have your waterfalls and it's so cool. I challenge everyone to follow her on Instagram. It's just Swopes, right? Yeah, Swopes. Okay, mm-hmm. at Swopes. And we met during this uh, Adobe thing mm-hmm. called Make It on Mobile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this was, keep in mind, this was before, at least for me, I had any influence online. Mm-hmm. This was the year where I was really trying to like weasel my way in with the Adobe folks yeah. for the residency. You're killing it too. Because <laughs> I, I had like 3,000 YouTube subscribers. Yeah. I had just learned of the residency. Yeah. And I did one gig with him for like, mm-hmm. $250, right. I made a recap video yeah. of one of their events. Yeah. And so I did well on that. And they said, hey, there's this other thing in New York called Make It On Mobile. We'd love to have a recap video of it if, so you, wanna, if you wanna do it. It's like, oh, New York, of course, this is so exciting. <laughs> and that's where I met you and I met yeah. a lot of other really great designers and it was you guys in a room. And was it a competition or was it, it was explain like, to me, what, so- I kind of forget. We had like competitions a little bit, um, but I think it was more like group work where we would collaborate with like a different kind of person who like did completely different design work than us. Yeah. So there were some like illustrators, there were some like type okay, it was people. like it was pairs, right? Yeah, yeah, pairs. Um, and then I think we would like share them at the end, like as like a presentation. Yeah. So there, they had these, <laughs> they had these huge printers. <laughs> And they basically printed out the, you know, the really cool graphical thing that they made together and they stand up, yeah. they stand up in front of everyone. <laughs> and I was like, I was, I was the person in the shadows, like filming all of this. These people were like, who is this chick who's talking to him? I was like going around interviewing people. Um, yeah, but I don't remember how people won. Did you vote and stuff? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> but what's so crazy is that was in 2015. Well, that you know what I remember most about that was what? that Prince died when we were there. Oh. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I actually don't. We were like eating outside. I remember like somewhere at this like, like, uh, museum or something. And yeah. I remember we were all sitting at lunch and they were like, oh, Prince died. And everyone oh my like, gosh. Oh, yeah. So I, that's what I remember specifically about that. Wow. I, I remember eating at the museum because yeah. they put you guys in the back of like yes. this back room yes. of a museum. Yes. I don't even remember what the museum was. Yes. Um, but I love these moments where you cross paths with someone mm-hmm. and then three years later, we're both killing it. And yeah. then now you're in New York. I know. And I'm like, oh, this is, what, a, what a fun world. <laughs> um, but you moved here in what month? March, mid-March. And that's when... 
Everything shut down. Everything shut down. They were like, we have a problem, ladies and gentlemen and others. So you have been a part of the Chicago creative community for a long time mm-hmm. and like conquered it. Awesome. Why New York? I like a challenge. Yeah. I'm a challenge driven person. I also am. I'm I just I love Chicago, but and not to say there's a ceiling whatsoever. There was so much more I could do there. But I, you know, I, I, I know everybody a little bit and I'm so comfortable with them. And I'm like, I see y'all all the time. So let me go over here where I don't know anybody real quick. Um, I also love New York. I think that, the, you know, they always say the energy, the, the energy, the energy of it all. Um, but I mean, the energy is obviously a ton different right now. Um, it's Well, it's, yeah, when you talk about getting uncomfortable, <laughs> welcome to the biggest city in the world right. that is now the epicenter of a pandemic. So how have you been handling uh i honestly there there were a few days maybe like one or two in the few months that i would like just cry i was like i made a huge mistake Mm -hmm. i should not be here i should be at home comfortable in my apartment with my sunrise pictures that i did every day like i i think that was like human of me and it was necessary but also you know i think to I cannot wait to tell this story later. It's going to be so cool mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. I survived a pandemic in New York when I moved there the first time. Um, I think that's an amazing. And plus, you know, the cool thing about New York, too, is it's been through a lot. You know, it's a resilient city. It's not like this is going to break it down whatsoever. It's really going to at least build it up. And I'm, I'm excited to be here to see when everybody comes together because it's clear already that there's a, a, a huge connection you know at the same time so i'm, I'm and whenever you yeah. see everyone with masks outside yeah. it is a it is a like hey we're looking out for each other yeah yeah and that's I, yeah. It's, it's that's what you want to see you mm-hmm. yeah i really haven't talked at all about how my work has changed and things like mm-hmm. how has your work changed how has your everyday changed are there more video games for me there's more video games Hi. so i i've been trying to do different <laughs> things to like get me back into you know a productive mode how have you been um, working have during you, this time? I think the the worst thing is that I haven't been able to have a trainer. <laughs> I love working out and it sucks that I have not had a trainer. Other than that, I am such a homebody. I am such like a graphic designer, you know, like if I need something done, I'll just sit on my couch and make it. <laughs> make it um, on mobile. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so like, I mean, and that's also been why I haven't started. I mean, I've done YouTube stuff and yeah. it's, that's why it's probably not as consistent because I just love being able to just like not have to go out of my way to like do other things. Um, so I think that has been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but at first I thought I was going to be kind of invincible to like the 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 slow down of work um just because you know we're influencers and maybe you know things will keep happening we know how to you know stay resilient yeah that's totally how i came into this too i was like we're lucky to have our jobs (laughs) what what a special career this is but then when you notice especially for youtubers yeah when a lot of your job is being in front of a camera and mm-hmm. acting like you're happy, right. everything's fine. That's when it kind of <laughs> hit me. When I yeah. started filming, you know, my second and third video in, I was like, oh. Miserable. Huh. How am I? Yeah. Huh. How are you supposed to? And then people are going to be like, I don't like this. Anyhow. <laughs> Why are you off. smiling more? <laughs> Where's that New York energy? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I've, I, and you know, I think that, I truly think the best part about what's happened is that I've been able to focus on like my true purpose, like mm-hmm. my true intentions, my true goals, my like just it, not focusing on all the other stuff that everybody else is doing, but really just being like, okay, where do I see myself retiring? How do I see myself being happy? Who do I want to help? What is my like day to day supposed to collectively become because if i'm just aimless every day just trying to get shit done you know and like trying to keep up with whatever then there's there's no there's no building being built you know and so like i i think that was the best thing about what happened is i literally sat myself down for an entire day and i said okay who do i see myself when i'm old visualize it like literally write it down like how do I want to help people? How much money do I want to have? What kind of house do I want? You know, like I wanted it to be really specific so that no matter what, no matter what kind of questions came up, no matter if someone else was inspiring me or if I'm jealous or whatever, like which is very normal and can throw me off my path. But like if that comes up now, it's like, 
oh, I love that. But like, that's not what I need to do because it has nothing to do with like, I'm supposed to do, you know? And it's, it's helped my anxiety. It's helped my depression that can come up every now and then, you know, it's helped me stay focused and not so stressed about the things that come up because it's it's not purpose-driven anymore. And then the things that do are purpose-driven and it feels good to feel like that. So if anything, this pandemic has taught me to just educate myself. You know, I've learned 3D design, wow. which is crazy. Oh, the last thing that you posted was so cool. Dude. Holy crap. Crazy, right? I wish all I'm yeah. I'm taking for the- tons of tutorials. I'm I'm also, I'm in a 3D for designers course right now. Um, I'm like taking yeah. every class, every course, everything I can do. Love the colors. Thanks. I just need to figure out like what is how, what's going on with Instagram. I can't uh, mm-hmm. upload anything without it like turning to crap like in a second. Well, let, I mean, let's talk about the let's evolution about that. of Instagram let's because please. in you know <laughs> the the culture that the Instagram culture that you were kind of a part of that wave mm-hmm. was the hashtag iPhoneography, hashtag yeah. JJ. You remember like the hashtag JJ oh, yeah. and J- all that stuff? <laughs> um, and you know, oh, are you on the, the recommended page? You know, oh, the yeah, featured I was a, page? Yeah, I was one of those. Yeah. So there's there's all this thing where they were really, they emphasize community. Mm-hmm. That's changed a little bit. You know, the community that they have supported and sorry to interrupt you and your point but like the community that they have right now are not the community they started with and i really wish that they had supported the people who were there from the beginning than the celebrities and the other people who just hopped on because it was happening now you know and what's what was unique about you guys and you're you're still popping on instagram by no means go follow her (laughs) thank you um but that initial wave was really people going out of their way making something that was meaningful you would see a picture wow that's awesome that's amazing you would post to instagram and there maybe it's nice that there's not as much pressure Mm because maybe people can just like you know post whatever you want right but in the beginning it really was kind of a portfolio Mm -hmm. showing off man i'm going to go out and get the dopest picture i can get and that's going to be my instagram post so it has definitely (laughs) changed a ton and there's all the meetups so where you would like link up with your grandfriends. I can't, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> meetups and me are weird because now it's, 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 I'm like, I think I'm too much of an OG a little bit, not to yeah. toot my own horn or anything, but when it starts getting like that, people want to like take pics with me and like, you know, and then they'll like post them and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know anyone and I don't want to like be a part well, of you like sound this whole a little system. bit of more of an introvert. Right? I am. Yeah, I am. I always thought I was extroverted until I started realizing that my energy was like getting depleted by being around other mm-hmm. people. And I love people. I'm I'm I really do think I am a people person, but like it's it's the energy of like just all of it sometimes. I'm, I'm, I'm like, super outgoing, but if yeah. I go to a conference, yeah. I will not see anyone for the next literally three to four weeks. Mm-mm. You know? Same. And this is the first time that I've actually been like craving other humans. It's, Same. It's a very <laughs> unique yeah. feeling. Because <laughs> my my brother is like the complete opposite mm-hmm. extrovert. Like he will die if he doesn't see right. another person yeah. every single day. So this has been a unique experience after three months <laughs> of just me and John. I was like, oh, wait, I need to see other people. But I feel <laughs> you on that energy thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what has changed with the creative community. And I might be guilty of this mm-hmm. where in the beginning, when it's all fun and new, mm-hmm. you do want to collaborate with people. You do want to hang out. You want to like learn new things. But then once you have your platform, you have your people, you kind of do go back, just go back into yourself. And yeah. like, um, and that's something that I've been honestly thinking about a lot lately because mm-hmm. I really haven't, the the community thing has been lacking for the past couple of years, which I, I used to be a big part of like help cultivating that. Right, right, right. But you get busy. You get busy. Have you had those those waves of, okay, you have followers, you have companies reaching out, you're busy? I am in, in I've, I mean, in, since January 1st, <laughs> maybe like January 6th specifically, I had this realization. I was like, I'm not doing what I want right now. I'm not happy. I'm not, I am doing stuff, like I said, like just to get by and just to do it because I think I'm supposed to. And I like reached out to this girl who is, um, her name is Donye Taylor. She's really good in marketing. And, and um, she like did a, like this 
this look at my Instagram, like a, I don't even know what the word is. Um, like an audit? Yeah, she did an audit for my Instagram. She's like, just ripped me to shreds, right? She's like, who are That's you? Intimidating. Like, oh yeah, but I loved it. I was yeah. like, I wanted it. I needed it. I just, well, I just wanted someone to tell me what is going on. Like, mm-hmm. look at my stuff. Don't hype me up. Don't be a yes man. I don't want to hear none of that stuff. I want to hear like And this the was facts. recent in January? Yeah. And so she gave me an audit and she's like, no one knows who you are. They don't know your story. You know, and the things that are the most successful on your page are things that people like are happy for you about. Mm-hmm. Like you can share more of yourself and mm-hmm. share like where you come from and blah, blah, blah. So I started doing that and, you know, things changed a lot. But I also felt like I wasn't I there wasn't a community a- aspect. Mm-hmm. I needed to do something else. So that's when I started my swoop shares where like I was I would have. Um, like low-key photographers send me their pictures and I would edit them and like interview them and share their stories, you know, and just give them some limelight and then also get their photo edited by me. Like, that's so dope. Um, And I mean, it's it's been, I mean, Apple approached me about doing some stuff with it, um, which is huge for me. I mean, if that can keep growing and going, that means that, I've, you know, added a little bit more. But then there's another aspect where like I have, I just started a mentorship program um, where I have 17 mentees, 15 of them are black, by the way. So put on for my black people. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, we talk for 45 minutes once a month and anything they want to talk about, like they're, they're creative, they're professional, they're personal, whatever. And I've been doing that for like, yeah, five months now. And uh, it is, and I initially I was like, oh, I'm just gonna help everybody. They're helping me, wow. like helping me so much to just get outside of my comfort zone. You know, just listen, and, and and instead of being in a circle of different people or a circle of the same people always, like in Chicago or whatever, like these people are from all over the world, like, and we can have a 45 minute phone call. No, f- we don't have a video or anything, and which makes it even more comfortable. We just talk about everything and anything for 45 straight minutes. And sometimes we're like, damn, I wish we could have more time to talk. Yeah. Um, and that plus the swoop shares thing, I think has like filled me enough for the community that I think I was missing. Hmm. I needed to do more and I wasn't for a long time because I was so wrapped in myself and I was also so wrapped up in trying to like keep up with all the other stuff. And now that I feel like I've conceptualized like this, that's where the community is, these very few people, you know, that like is more than, it means more to me than than all the followers I have. Well, it's quite literally putting a face to those numbers and that's super powerful. It's yeah i recently and it was funny that you mentioned the uh you know when you're calling someone it Mm -hmm. does seem super personal but you don't have that pressure of video where you have Mm -hmm. to perform Mm -hmm. uh there's this new thing where you can basically do like a radio show on Mm -hmm. youtube live stream Mm -hmm. where it's just audio and you can queue up people and they can ask you a question Mm -hmm. and so you press next the next person basically calls oh, you so dope. and you hear them and you're just talking oh to God, them. I and it's like that. this light is really fun. And, and that's what now my uh, Q&A's are from on this podcast at the end. And it was so cool to hear the people who watch my videos. And it, it was kind of touching the same thing you were talking about. Oh, these mm. are real humans with real problems. We're all trying to live our best creative yes. life. And yes. it's tough out there and we can yes. all help each other out. And mm-hmm. it's it's. I know people say this all the time. It's not about the numbers, of course, but everything that you just described is Mm -hmm. quite literally an example of that, where when you're building something unique and you're building community, Mm -hmm. people notice that, but brands notice it. Mm -hmm. And they, at the end of the day, it's your work. It's the community that you've built. You know, if people are going to your page because of that and Mm -hmm. they're seeing, um, you know, a, a good variety of stuff too. Like now you're posting so much cool stuff. It's still, it all fits. I don't yeah. know how you're doing it, how it like <laughs> looks good on the feed, but it still like stands out individually. It's because I'm doing what I love. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you do what you love, it looks like a theme. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what are some of the other ways that you're trying to push your craft? Uh, talk about this 3D stuff. The Cinema 3D, 4D. Uh, Cinema 4D. It feels like that. 
Oh, excitement it looks intimidating of like, in the beginning. I've opened is. that up before. I'm just like, oh, it's terrifying when you open up. And then once Excuse you me? start clicking in, you're like, eh, I could do this. Yeah. It's like Photoshop or yeah. like, you know, video editing. It's yeah. the same kind of tools and stuff. You just kind of got to figure out what they all mean. Um, but I still have a long way to go. I mean, there's I mean, there was like people like sending me DMs. They're like, you messed up this thing. And I'm like, get, I don't even yeah. respond to you. Go away. I'm yeah, like, it's so lame. It's so lame. Especially when you're excited to share something I'm new. So like you're, you're really gonna slide into my DMs and Come knock on. me like that. That's why I always put like hashtag like still learning, like whatever. Like yes. you gotta like protect yourself from like people yeah. who cannot think any deeper than what they've been shown. You know, like that's sometimes you really have to like like hold people's hand to be like, okay, this is what's happening. So don't be mean. <laughs> don't be gosh, don't be mean, people. That's it's really a simple. Yeah, educated, Some don't be waiting. mean, don't be stupid. Yeah, that's um, I've seen a lot of stupid past few weeks. Ooh, people have been canceling their lives. Uh, everything's everything's coming to light, mm-hmm. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exposing people. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the internet is really great at. I oh, think Twitter as a yeah <laughs> as a civilization as individuals. I think we've progressively gotten better. We've built our own court system, but now yeah, <laughs> now that we're shining the light on everything, it's like okay time to expose it's time to learn mm-hmm. it's time to change things yeah. yeah time to be nice to people mm-hmm. everyone to ourselves for ourselves you know a lot of people are beating themselves up right now me included for not being productive because that's it's hard uh, that's a lot of where yeah. we get our worth right mm-hmm. and then yeah. oh wait i'm not being productive and that right and that's even in your like body and your cells they're yeah. like so used to like doing so much you know yeah. what i mean like and even when you sit down you're just kind of like okay now my blood is like moving mm-hmm. so much like, yeah what yeah I do? Like, so i got that standing yeah. desk yeah break down your process for me because when i look at your pictures and it's such a, let's can we just describe some of your work let's let's take these because i i have one of your um how do you even describe like what do you call i have a piece of your art hanging <laughs> in my bedroom and it's amazing yeah and it's something like this how do you describe this for the people listening because it's mainly yeah. audio how do you i describe mean it's like, like i mean it's about five different images together and i probably lose, used about four different apps um i just when i i i uh when i feel like i like something i just gotta go all the way there you know with that specifically let me tell you about that image image so is this like is a beautiful <laughs> it seems like a cityscape yes. but then there's clouds and there's a big moon and there's stars <laughs> i mean these composites she does are just amazing right so images like that unfortunately i have to do and i say unfortunately because people expect them from me okay and so I this is the i have this thing over here called one for me one for them that's a Where one you, for them okay there we go that's a one for them all right there's a lot of expected. one for them mm-hmm. and see i just did the thing that you probably hate <laughs> no it's okay, I, it's okay. that's the first thing that's i went life. to because i that's like it so but that's, much but that's why people like my work that's what it is you know sometimes as a yeah, as your yeah. own creative though it's hard because you want to keep growing you want to keep doing different things but the reason why people came to you and they love what you do is for those things yeah. that yeah. you know that you maybe want to move past and right. that's something i have struggled with as, at least with this 3d design or my video work or like stuff it's like people still be like well did you make it on your phone i'm like no but like i still make other stuff on my right. phone like you can do it's the first place we ever first place we, we met make it on mobile yeah you're the make it on mobile person and i, I mean right? I, I, I always iPad will be and, i yeah. always will be and so, I, i'm doing an adobe live on monday and tuesday actually oh, nice. for photoshop on ipad and they, i gotta do ipad because they don't have photoshop on there for the iphone yet yeah, but. yeah so like a composite like that yeah you have different images maybe you're using stock images maybe you're mm-hmm. using pictures that you shoot yourself yes. What are those steps and what are the apps that you that you take if people, okay. you know, guys, again, I know I've said this, go to <laughs> at Swopes, S-W-O-P-E-S on Instagram. And I think you're going to inspire a lot of people to maybe take Thank a stab you. at this. So so what so. are what are some of the steps you have to take? You so have there's, images. A few different, there's a few different routes you can take. Now, sometimes I'll go outside specifically if there's a, a cool looking day, you know, I like stormy weather i like fog i like bad weather yeah. nothing too sunny nothing too nice no no um because it doesn't play off from my edits too yeah, much yeah. depends on what i want to do um but so i'll go outside i'll shoot for a little bit grab what i like and then i'll come back home and i'll sit down and look through it um and i'll i'll also look through my instagram feed 
because I'll kind of feel out like, what haven't I done already? What can I do? What can I get better at? Um, what have people asked me for? Sometimes people will be like, where's the giraffe? And I'm like, the giraffe. I know I got to do a giraffe. I know I got to do a the giraffe. Swope's giraffe. Yeah. The giraffe just got his own Instagram too, right? It did. No, see, there's the illustration. Whatever I feel like doing. I'm I love it. Do I it. love people like you. <laughs> you are just crushing the game. Uh, that means no illustration limits. is my first love. That's, I mean, That's that so was... Cool what I always love to do, but you know, the photography and all that stuff. Yeah. That's, you know, some, di some days I feel like doing all photography. Some days I feel like doing all graphic design. Some days I'm doing all 3D. Some days I want to do video. Some but that's I what I draw. love about this ish, that you can do whatever you want. Yeah, but some days I don't ever want to do photography again. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> like I, I love it, but I feel like there's people who should be someone else's favorite photographer. You know, like I feel like there are people who I genuinely love it so yeah. much that like, and you don't see call their, me your favorite photographer. And you please. see their pictures and you're just like, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh. Like there's a love, there's a passion. But like yeah. when I say, when I take my pictures, like how I'm going to continue saying about my, my process, but like when I go out and I take my pictures, the photos are, they're it's all an right. They're cool. It's yeah, an ingredient to yeah. the, mm -hmm. exactly. the thing you're cooking. Right. And it's in the my photos naturally are probably not going to be the best ones, but I am a post processor. Mm -hmm. So when I get that photo on my phone, I'm going to like crop it out, edit out, yeah. move it around, do it, you know, get mm -hmm. it to the place I want to get it. And that's where I'm like, is the that's phone not the where first, my love is. Yes. Yeah. Is the phone or the iPad or your laptop the first place that do you bring them through phone. Lightroom? Okay. Mm -hmm. Still phone. Always phone. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll so depending on my time, I'll go to my computer and upload all this stuff. But other, sometimes I don't. Yeah, straight to the phone. Yeah. And, so you, my, and then my, crop, all my photos will like you... stay on my camera for like months and yeah, months and yeah. months. I'm like, and then you accidentally format that SD card. And I've done sometimes I don't times. even care. Yeah. Oh, it's a good, it's like one of those things where you accidentally close out of your Chrome tab. Yeah, you're like, you're like no. And then you're like, actually, but I'm free now. Oh, I can breathe, you exactly. know? Okay, so you bring oh, it to so your funny. phone, you tweak it, you edit. Uh, tweak it a little bit, edit a little bit. It depends. I'll probably bring it into a few different apps. Um, bring it into Visco, bring it into Lightroom on an app, bring it into um, Art Studio, this app I have. Um, and then there's a bunch of other apps that are very specific, like adding sunlight or doing a reflection or um, doing a, some kind of something, whatever it is, you know? And those um, are specific apps. Like you mm -mm. don't do that in Photoshop? Mm -mm. Then hopefully. I mean, I, the thing is, is like I've never a hundred percent satisfied mm -hmm. with like anything I post. Cause I'm like, I could just use one more edit or one more thing or Perfect something. Perfect doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. So, I mean, I think even, when was it? When did I post? Oh, is this one? It's like, mm -hmm. this is. This, wow, that's a good example. <laughs> just all the different types, different filters, different lighting. Yeah, so I, I, I posted a screenshot of my my photo album. And I mean, there's I, if and that's not even just all of them. I had about 20 different edits that are slightly different than one another. And I'll never completely be satisfied. So I'm like, I could have did this. I could have did that. I, well, I just want to post it. They're so cool, though. Thanks. So, so once, so using this, you know, you probably took the picture of the buildings, but that moon, where does that moon come from? That is um, from, so I'll, I brought that into an app called Art Studio, and then I'll pull the moon from a stock image. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or, um, so I think there's also, I mean, there's two images there. So one of them is a real moon, and the other one is like a, like a gradient that I, I filled in. So I just like did a selection tool that was a circle and then filled it in. And, th and that stuff cannot be done in Art Studio or? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So some of the stuff you do completely in art studio, what mm -hmm. are the ones that require Photoshop? Uh, none. None. I do not use Photoshop. Okay. How Have you used the iPad Photoshop recently? Uh, yes. It's mm -hmm. lacking a few features. It's good. I'm just I'm, not, I look forward it, to how it's going to evolve. Yeah, me too. I yeah. just want them to do it on the phone. When okay. they get Photoshop for phone, so, so you I really am in are it. phone. Yes. Make yes. it on mobile. I swear. It's my comfort zone. People are like so surprised when they hear it. I cannot even edit on a desktop sometimes because it's <gasps> so uncomfortable. I could edit video or do 3D on there or something else, but like yeah. I cannot do I'm Photoshop shocked. on there. I'm shocked just hearing that because I, <laughs> I was here on my phone. Really? Mm -hmm. I was thinking this entire time, like, oh, you've probably evolved your tool. So this oh, was God. all on your phone. Yeah, everything I do is on my phone, except for, like I said, the video or like the 3D design, everything. What? Yes. So how do you do these <laughs> selections and stuff? I'm crazy. 
Oh <laughs> my. Do you have a neck problem? Uh, does like, it look I can, like? I can imagine. Like, no, I just. Um, I, no, no, I'm saying, do I look? No, Tell them. Do I, <laughs> do I look okay? Because I just need. I, I, I think just I'm feel right. like if I was. Because a computer, you can be kind of up. No. I can only. Because I'll be my on my phone. My shoulders are fucked. Yeah. Sorry I can to only curse. Imagine. I don't know if that's. No, a, sorry, but like, okay. no, my shoulders. I mean, if you touch my shoulder now, you'd be like, I'm, I feel bad for you. You need a masseuse. I do. Wow. That is. This is not a time to need. That's very true. Yeah. That is so impressive. So even. Your mm-hmm. giraffe compile. I'm actually going to recreate that exact image on Adobe Live on Monday. It This podcast won't be out then, but check it, <laughs> oh, check it out. Maybe I'll put the it link. Will, it will be on my website. Yeah. Okay. I'll put like the recap on my website. Awesome. I always put them on You there. can check out the recap mm-hmm. in the in the show notes below. Okay. These though. With all those are Okay. So she also does these <laughs> really dope videos that are just, it's basically waterfalls on top city. of a city, through a city, mm-hmm. through buildings. There's one where it just seems like the Empire State Building is below Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just beautiful. Chicago, New York. Okay, these. How? How? First, I have to like even find a waterfall that will fit in that perspective because that's the hardest part is like having to make sure that the waterfall looks like it's like the same vision, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I have to like, I'll have like a picture on my phone of the, the city skyline and then I'll keep going like, like kind of scrolling back and forth with my thumb between like Adobe stock on my Explorer, like, or my Safari browser. And then I'll have like the photo there so that I can kind of like try to visually, yeah, I could picture the edit on top of it. Mm. So I'll do that first and then I'll take it in an art studio and just cut it up the the water so you're saying that starts as a picture not a video yes starts as a picture Mm -hmm. so how do you animate that that's with an app called what is the app called (laughs) let me see you're blowing my mind i know know everything on the phone what tell you that's the future i mean that's what i'm trying to put on for the people it's called plot averse plot averse Mm -hmm. wow and it animates Mm -hmm. non-moving objects basically yes and then you just like slice and dice around mm-hmm. the buildings? Slice and dice them. And I'm guessing, is that an art studio as well? Yes, correct. Wow. When they put me on, mo- make it on mobile, I was, I'm pretty sure I was the only person there that actually made stuff on mobile. Right, right. You were like the poster <laughs> yeah, child. No, literally. For actually what they're talking about. <laughs> wow. Literally. So talk about this evolution of showing your face <laughs> There's more. me and Kanye. Tell- so <laughs> what how are you hanging out with Kanye <laughs> that was a a very interesting night uh I got invited to this guy he's a photographer named Jim Moore okay and he's a GQ photographer he was introducing a book that he had um and Ralph Lauren was having a party for it and then they invited me to like an influencer dinner afterwards I'm like okay it's just gonna be influencers right like it's not gonna be crazy like I don't even think Jim Moore is gonna be there like it's just people that are normally there so i sit down and it's like people i have no idea i've never met any of these people these are not influencers these are like people people and then kanye's not even sat down yet jim moore's not even there but the table's full so i'm thinking you know no more other people are coming eventually kanye walks in with jim moore and they're like talking back there and i'm like oh my god he's gonna eat in here wow this is crazy but then two people move in front of me out of the seats and I'm like, oh, my God, he's about to sit here. And then he sits in front of me. And I'm like, oh, my God, Kanye's sitting in front of me. But, you know, at the same time, I'm thinking this is like still, you know, the Trump stuff. This is still like yeah. I'm still a little bit mad at him. I didn't really like his last album and be real. I I mean, I would say that to his face. I mean, I, I, I you know, and I think so I was real. really I, I just kept like drinking, like mm. drinking like drinking, one does. Like, and I was like, I had enough courage to like ask him so many questions. I was like asking him questions like, um, like about like God, you know, and like uh, I was asking him stuff about Trump. And uh, I said something about Kim once and it seemed like he, I like him, um, but I don't think he likes talking about her with yeah. other people. Very protective of her. Um, and, but he was also really cool and understanding. Like he wasn't, abrasive um but he was also he also said some crazy shit so i was like i don't know how to feel right now you're like a legend what you know but say? like you're also like he said some stuff about like bill cosby and like 
just stuff that like I just didn't agree with, you know. Yeah. And but I but I also asked him, you know, about the Trump stuff. I was like, do you you really like that guy? You know, you, you are you just using him to try to get your stuff? And he's like, right. well, you know, I'm just trying to get some stuff done. And I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but that was the gist of it. And I remember asking him, I said, well, you know, kind of the same way Kim uses him to get people out of jail. And he was like, what, what did you say? And I was like, the same way Kim does. She does great things. And yeah. then he's like, mm hmm, mm hmm. I was like, oh, shit, I don't think I should say anything anymore. <laughs> um, and then there was also this time, I don't remember what I, I think it was very specific where I, I said, um, oh, Oh, I asked him, I was like, well, who do you follow? And he was like, I follow God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'll never forget that. I don't remember what the conversation, I think it was something around like just uh, people and like opinions and stuff. And we were having deep conversations. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I wish like I could it. like hit record, but I was at the same time, I was like, I, I mean, I'm really in tune with this. I really wanted to talk to him. It wasn't about no clout stuff. It wasn't about right. no, like, I wasn't trying to like be cool with like Kanye. Cause at the same time I was still upset with him. I was mm -hmm. still was just trying to get answers and to see who this guy really was. Yeah. And I left feeling like he's not as bad as people say he is. Mm -hmm. And it made me kind of feel bad that yeah. I've been so judgmental, but like, I also think he needs to watch his words. <laughs> well, a lot of things are amplified and distorted mm -hmm. once you're that level yes. of fame. Yes. I can only imagine how one side will amplify it for their side, mm -hmm. the other will amplify it in the other direction of hate, yeah. and, you know, all of that. And I think it's super powerful to just have conversations with people. Yeah. And, you know, for, for you to be curious enough to not be like, what is this dude? What? I'm leaving, you know? Yeah. But just, hey, let's have a conversation. Let's see if this will even work. It's Kanye West. It's Kanye. It's Kanye West. Yeah. That's a Chicago legend. Mm -hmm. I'm from Chicago. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm going to sit here and ask him. Even if I hate the guy, I'm going to be like, man, it's Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is unreal. Was he talking to everyone like at the table? He was not. He was yeah. only, it was only me and Jim and his friend that was there because I, <laughs> when I tell you, I, I mean, I was antagonizing him in a very positive, fun way. Yeah. I'm not a person who like, tiptoes over stuff i'm very like let's get it out open let's talk about it yeah you know because i know everyone's thinking about it and plus i had like yeah. a few sh you know proseccos I bet, I bet too that so it's fun for him too oh, he loved it he was and having a good time of, like you know you just like fawning over well, at first he got there you know he, everyone was like very quiet and like he was just on his phone you know and i'm like hi and he's like hi kanye west hi kanye yeah. west i'm like yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> don't have to introduce yourself yeah. so i mean it i think that that experience really just taught me a lot about celebrities mm. you know not to be so hard on them talk about chicago and how that's played a role like you as a human you as a creative chicago is a beautiful city the architecture is just the best you'll find anywhere you know it's beautiful it's i've never been there can you believe that you'd love it yeah you'd love it I love in the, the summer you'd really like it okay. um in the spring too or the fall it's really nice um, anything for the winter <laughs> <laughs> winter's cool if you like you like i do like not like wind ice skating and like yeah looking at trees with like lights <laughs> on it and shit i don't know um other than that it's really there's really no purpose of being there yeah. um other than that it's 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 a great city visually and you know it has a lot of uh, internal growth. Mm -hmm. It has a lot of stuff it needs to figure out with just holding people accountable um, and making sure that the right people get a voice and making sure that, um, you know, I think there needs to be a lot more energy towards education for the youth. I think there needs to be a lot more um, attention to what's going on with the violence and the just the 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 politics i mean everything about chicago has been built on problematic things mm. and so you've got to strip away <laughs> a lot of that mm. and restart um and i don't know when that restart is going to be but i'd like to be there for that yeah mm. and it seems like there's a good community of creatives but yeah a lot of times when yeah and chicago seems like its own thing for sure mm -hmm. but whenever i've being from dallas and again, Dallas is nowhere close to like Chicago levels of coolness. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm not no, even, I'm not I'm even sure gonna try. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> but when you're in a city like that and you kind of get the top, you're like, you you 
you're the top of the top, right? But you're right. the top of the top in Dallas. And you think you're the shit. But then you realize, oh, there's a world outside of this. And there's actually a, a world of people. Like, what are people doing in L.A., New right. York, London, like beyond? And then you're like, oh, wait, I'm not as big of a fish as I thought. You know, there's definitely some uh, people some humbling. have never heard of me plenty of places. Right. <laughs> right, right. Even though I walk into a restaurant in Chicago and people will be like, oh, my God, is that Swoops? I love your yeah, work, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, like. That's not gonna happen. Maybe in New York, I don't know. Yeah, but it's I mean, nice. hey, I like that. You, don't well, look. Yeah, and it's it's like a new it's a yeah. new challenge, mm-hmm. right? Right. And yeah. to build that community and to, I mean, I think that's something that will come out of everything that we're going through. Is mm-hmm. just man, I we need to work on this community a little bit more. Yeah, we're all busy. Yes. No, like I think the, the issue is is like, sorry to interrupt you, but like. No, yeah. I think the good ones are too quiet, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like bad people are so loud. And it and I feel like the best people in Chicago are people who are so low key, who are just you know, trying to stay above water and just try to do their best. And I think that's where the switch needs to happen is giving to the people who deserve it instead of the people who are just yelling all the time about what they deserve. Show the work. Do some mm-hmm. shit about it, you mm-hmm. know? There needs to be a change, mm-hmm. but you know, I think that's why I like about New York is like the action, the real work that 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 speaks for that's itself. What speaks. That's what speaks. You know, if, it's not if all about you do all is theatrics. talk here, you're not going to last long. Yeah, no talk. I also, I don't, I don't like, I don't like that. I don't like talk. I love that's actionable LA stuff right yeah. there. Oh yeah, me in LA, I, I don't um, know. I just want to get away. Everything's just spread out. So you wouldn't get to walk outside it takes and be two like, hours to go anywhere. Anybody? <laughs> is anybody around? <laughs> but you know, the people who like it like it. Um, mm-hmm. My manager just moved there, and he, he he's thriving, and he's a he's a music manager too. So he, uh, you know, he's involved with a lot of the music stuff out there, but. Certain industries, Certain you kind of have to be you there, know? Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. For someone who is continuously evolving, what do you? What's some advice you can give someone that says, "Hey, I admire the fact that you're stepping out and you're learning these different things." And oh my gosh, you posted something from Cinema Forty. <laughs> I don't know if I could ever do that. What's some advice to people who who just they want to shake things up, but they're scared. They they are they're on a certain flow. <laughs> Their audience maybe knows what they expect of them. Hmm. Um, I'd say think about who you want to be. Think about who you want to become. And if the things that you're doing now are making that person, hmm. you know, um, I think we all have this, this, this soul feeling that sometimes we might ignore just based off of, you know, our brains telling us what not to do. And sometimes our brains are wrong. You know, our brain is really just another muscle. It's another thing that's telling us and helping us problem solving. But like our souls at the end of the day is the real light. Mm -hmm. And when you sit down with yourself and kind of envision where that brightness comes from, where that happiness comes from, then that's where that 3D design comes from. That's where all those things come from because, you know, people can see that that authenticity and they can see the love through it. Mm-hmm. And that's what brings you to that next level. That's so good. What What's something that you've learned from these mentees of, of yours? It seems like a <laughs> an experience. <laughs> they're uh, oh god, they're all over the place. Because um, <laughs> 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 they're, I mean, they're just some of them talk like for the whole forty five minutes, and they never stop. And then some, I gotta like pull a lot out of. Um, so it's it's there's it's so. <sighs> It's interesting. Um, I think what I've I've really learned is that I'm a good listener and that I need to listen more and I need to, um, I think I, I'm glad that I, I, I took a chance with it. And I'm a, I, tr- I trust myself more with it. You know, I trust myself with my ideas now. With the mentor thing, it was like my, you know, not to trash my management or anything, but they were like, you're not gonna have any time. You're not gonna be able to do that. You know, and I'm like, but I have to do it. I want to do it. It feels good to do it and it's necessary. And like now the more that I've done it, they're like, damn, this is good. You're snapping. I'm so glad you did that. Like, mm-hmm. glad, you know. <laughs> um, I think that's a good lesson for everyone. Yeah. For people who have other people in their ears. 
you're always going to know what's best for you. You will. And especially you got to evaluate who those people are. Are they creatives Mm -hmm. or are they managers? Yeah. Are they business types? And yes. Managers are not creatives. Mm -hmm. I love them to death. But they're, they're good, not creative. They're good at what they're doing. <laughs> yes. And literally at a fundamental level, everything is different. Yeah. Schedules are different. Yeah. We need blocks of time. We need a yes. four hour chunk of time to yes. even do something creative. Yeah. A manager schedule is broken up into 30 minute increments of phone calls. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Everything's different. different. Yeah. So you really have to evaluate, you know, the people who are, are telling you what to do or advising you. Mm-hmm. Just take it into account where they're coming from. Because just yeah. like you said, like man, this has been awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad. I would, I could have like more mentees, but I, I need to. <laughs> it, is, it is a time thing. I mean, I can imagine how, well, how that. Well, some days, I, well, I block out from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. every Tuesday and Sunday for the calls. And like some days, like like five people will like book the whole day and I'll have like call, 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 wow. call, call. And I'm like, oh God. Wow, that <laughs> is fun. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, that's the energy thing is like, I'm exhausted by right. the end of the day because I've like given so much. Mm-hmm. Wrapping things up, what are you excited about? What what are what gets you up in the morning? What Ooh. should we look towards the future with your, with your stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, everything. I am... I, I mean, I'm the most unexpected person in the world. I can do anything I put my mind to, and you can expect that. What you Heck can yeah. expect is unexpected. Heck <laughs> yes. <laughs> follow, follow her on Instagram, at Swopes. You just started a YouTube channel. I did. Which, now that you're in New York, you can hit me up anytime. You can awesome. ask me whatever you need to ask. YouTube is a journey in itself. Gotcha. I, I'm sure you've already experienced that. I don't know. <laughs> I just try, I'm like, ugh, YouTube scares me. But I've I've only yeah. had like positive uh, experience with it. I got my first like thumbs downs the other day, and I was like, damn. <laughs> I had a feeling. I have a weird feeling that it has to do with like me posting Black Lives Matter for some reason, mm. and like, it's amazing. I turned that that's my still comments off. I know it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. and and then they're just like following you to all platforms yeah so they i mean they just went there and they were like i'm not gonna be able to comment on your post i'm gonna like i like i check my my views and stuff on there every day so i I know what's going on i just could see the change i was like yeah all right well youtube (laughs) is a it's really great platform for community and like video is such an interesting field to be in because it takes forever but it is rewarding once you finish something mm-hmm. but there is that aspect of the more you grow the more people's eyes the more yeah. holes that they're gonna poke you know so right. it's the whole thing but hey the good news is you're here now mm-hmm. hit yeah. me up anytime thanks we'll do some youtube stuff and it'll be fun <laughs> i would like if they would reveal who's doing the thumbs down if there was some accountability to it they should wouldn't that be interesting i think it's good yeah they should be. Yeah, you got and, an and opinion. Then, you better be and then confident you, in it. You would have to verify your username with like your real name. Ooh, that'd you be know, because so that's and how then, Facebook started out. Ooh, yeah, juicy yeah, yeah, goodness. I know. Um, this has been a pleasure. Yeah, good time. Thank, thank you, you for thank you for being on. <laughs> we'll we'll figure out some type of YouTube video um to yeah. do because just sitting here, around, talk, hanging so, out. Exactly, Ooh, exactly. And then like life. when when you were talking about you know doing all this on your phone, I'm like maybe we should make an update and make it on mobile video. <laughs> That's easy. Show the we people. That. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. I, I yeah. yeah yeah amazing. Did I miss anywhere for people to find you anywhere else? E- Anything no, else? To check out on everything. Awesome. My website's I'll, cool too. Website? What? What's your website? Uh, EliseSwopes.com or Swopes.info or S-W-O-P.es. Ooh, that's a cool one. I know. That's creative. Ooh. Swopes? <laughs> I like just, URLs. Just go to Swopes. I think there's more other ones, but I don't remember them right that's now. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Elise, thank you so much for being on. Make sure everyone you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find that creative life every single Monday. And until next time, y'all, thank you for listening. Okay, so here we go. First question. Hey. Hi. This is pretty cool. Yeah, what's your name? Where so, are you from? My name's Marcos, and uh, I'm from Chicago. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, so I my question, really because, you know, in the past, you uh, hired somebody, and you had a little bit of trouble, and someone who, like, I'm building also a media company, yeah. I'm starting to try to put some of the things that I'm not very good at into other people's hands. Mm. And so I was just wondering if you had any 
um, like advice for when somebody you're working with isn't working out? Mm-hmm. Like how do you walk into that conversation or would Definitely. like in your case, like, Yes, I've done a lot of learning over the past couple of years. Um, and I think I've gotten in, into a predicament where I try to offload the things that I'm good at just because editing takes so much, uh, so much time. So that's been honestly some of my biggest challenges is being like, okay, I'm going to edit two or three videos a month, but I need to offload everything else. So I'm super nitpicky with it. So I think it's really smart to start with the things obviously that you're not good at. Those are really the things you should focus on delegating. Um, and so I, I'll just ask what, what are some of the tasks that you're delegating? And maybe I can, uh, maybe I have some experience with it. So right now, uh, there's one person that I'm working with that's really good and he makes my beat because, uh, so like I'm trying to make music, and right now, like, that's the project that I'm working on the side. But what I really want to do is create content that's original on my website. Mm-hmm. And so I started with documenting and uh, just talking about, you know, the journey of starting the business and from, like, the very beginning. And so I've been doing blog posts. But I also think that there's certain things that I want to have on my site. So hiring and talking to people who are writers and I've done some fishing, but a lot of times I feel like I I have a hard time just when like turning them down or Mm -hmm. when you're working, when you're, when you start working a little bit longer and trying to like not be like, I want to be honest, but I feel like when you're working with somebody art, it could be really difficult to tell them that this isn't for us. Right, right. Definitely. Yeah. So I, I definitely have a ton of experience with this and only recently it's always a journey, right? Um, I've been publicly struggling with this. Obviously, if you guys listen to the podcast, that creative life, um, so that we can have these open conversations cause it's tough, right? So the best advice that I've ever gotten applied and actually really worked is if, there's like two things to look for people when you're hiring. And it depends if it's someone who is just a freelancer from Upwork or Fiverr. Those people are much easier to just be like, ah, it's not working out on to the next. But if you have a person who you're trying to, you know, they, they have like a great attitude and they're hard workers, but maybe something just isn't matching up, then never be scared to, uh, like assign them to another role. I think that's something that I've learned is I've had people in the past that are really good at one thing, but it's not the thing that I hired them for. And you go through awkwardness and you don't, you don't want to like, cause it just, it doesn't work for anyone, you know? So it's good if you can find a, you know, like adjusting the role, um, never being too set in what those people are doing. But if you're hiring them for writing and they're doing terrible with writing, <laughs> um, you know, that is a situation where one, you have to blame yourself and say, dang, I did not set them up as well. Right. I did not lay out exactly what I needed. Um, that was a, a lot of my struggle in the beginning is I would hire someone and I just be like, okay, solve all my problems. And they had nowhere to even start. <laughs> now I literally have all of these, you know, like this documentation of if I, right, right. if I, you know, onboard someone for my podcast, they know exactly what to do. Um, so that would be one side and the other side is just, if they just have a negative attitude and they're terrible, you know, you're just going to have to have a real conversation, you know, allow them one or two strikes, see if they'll improve. Cause sometimes people just need a little kick in the butt. Um, but after that, you're, you're definitely going to have to re- have a just honest conversation. Be like, Hey, this isn't working out. No worries. Got to m- move on to the next person that, that open communication I think is really huge. Right. So kind of maybe uh, like the solution for this would probably be for to look for attitude and maybe look for people who are good and then find a place to put them. And also, I think like I haven't really tried Fiverr or Upwork, but I think maybe that would be a good role to go down for, you know, just to have them do certain other things that I don't yeah. need to. Yeah. But definitely I, that's, I think that's a really good way to, way to put it. Yeah. And I, I've definitely had, there's certain roles that you need someone who you can just text at any point 
kind of like bounce ideas off of and have like that open flow of communication, I would definitely say Upwork and Fiverr is for tasks that you actually can lay out, take one day to lay out exactly what you need from a blog post, exactly what you need from like the tweet storm that you want to make from the writing. Um, and then if you give them enough steps and that's something you can just really simply offload to someone, I think that's what work is really good for the Upwork and Fiverr type person. Um, so yeah, thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. That was like, I wrote notes and everything. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Love, love to hear it. Awesome. I hope you have a good day. Yes, you too. I'll be watching the rest of the stream. Amazing. Bye. Hello. <sighs> oh my gosh, it's Sarah. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, my name is Justin and I'm calling from Boulder, Colorado. Awesome. Colorado. What's your question? So um, I just started a YouTube channel in January. It's just kind of a hobby for me. And um, my channel's got a lot of varied content right now. Um, I started it because I love to scuba dive. And awesome. so I had all this um, scuba footage and I wanted to learn how to edit videos and starting the channel was a way to um, force me to do that. So now that I've gotten through most of my footage, because I only go scuba diving a couple times a year, um, I'm starting to do videos on a bunch of other stuff. Like, I don't know, how to install windows on an old laptop <laughs> and climbing mountains and stuff. Yeah. So my question to you is, how would you say... Um, for a new YouTuber with very little subscribers, do you think it's more important to be focused at first or kind of fish for um, more subscribers um, with varied content? Because mm -hmm. I, I feel like you've talked about this before. Definitely. Um, yes. So this is something that I think I learned the hard way in both scenarios. Um, one, in the beginning, you like really do not feel the pressure to pigeonhole yourself in the beginning. YouTube and making videos, if it's something fun, it's something you enjoy, um, you should really take that time to explore that and not feel pressure that, oh, this video got 50 views instead of 100 views. I must like, you know, buckle down and do a specific type of content. <laughs> um, really like when you're like when you have multiple passions and, um, you know, that's just the time to figure out what kind of videos you really enjoy. And then if you find yourself, oh, I have a little bit of an audience, this is cool. And then you can kind of get to know your audience more, what they like. Um, I feel like I've, I've told this a few times, but when vlogging was the hot thing and I got all these subscribers from Casey, I was like, oh, I got a vlog. Like it's what everyone's doing, right? So I vlogged five times a week and I did it for about six to eight months. Um, and I, I was still trying to do, you know, my last season of Creative Spaces TV at the time, but that series suffered because I was focusing on vlogging and I hated it so much. Um, and it wasn't until I really, and you know, okay, I have this big audience now and it wasn't until I started really focusing on one specific type of stuff. Like, okay, in the beginning, Sarah, what were you doing? What were you having fun doing? Um, and it was kind of the more tech and creativity content. And then I kind of just, you know, merged both the worlds, made it a little bit more vloggy. You know, I want my audience to get to know me beyond the item that I'm reviewing. Um, so I say all that to say when I did that and I focused on one thing, that's when I started growing again. And that's when I think, um, you know, my, my audience kind of knew what they could expect from me. I, I still throw in special stuff every now and then, but at the beginning, definitely do not feel the restraint to like do one type of thing, have fun, figure it out. If you find yourself with an audience and this is something that can help pay some bills or, you know, you actually want it to be a part of your job, then that's when niching down does help. As, as much as people hate to hear that, really sticking <laughs> to one type of content like really works. I mean, variety channels died once the YouTube algorithm became the thing. Um, and I mean, that's, you know, why I have my own YouTube channel for my podcast as much as I want my entire audience to check it out. I know that it would, it probably would have killed my YouTube channel, you know? Um, so yeah, hope that helped. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, cause 
for example, this is the last thing I'll say. Um, I did a night diving video, and that one's doing really good over time comparatively for a small channel. It's got more views than pretty much anything else. So. Well, hey, and that's but what you do and you like to do. I, I mean, that's true. It also, it also has to be sustainable, right? So maybe you make yeah. one of those videos per quarter and then you fill in the other content with like, I'm going to go through my scuba diving setup. 10 things you need to know before you go scuba diving. Is scuba diving scary? Yeah. You know, maybe fill in the gaps if that's truly um, what you want to talk about. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Thanks for calling in. Okay, next caller. Sarah. Hi. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, my name's Ho Young. I'm from Irvine, California. That's in Southern California. Um, yeah, I just had a little question. So, yeah. yeah, I have a small YouTube channel, uh, reviewing tech just like you. And I also have a full time job making videos. And it's kind of hard to. Uh, balance the two when you get so burned out from your full-time job and i was just wondering like how someone like that can also pursue youtube like mm -hmm. after a, like a tough work day oh definitely yeah what do you do for your nine to five um i'm a digital marketing specialist but i basically specialize in uh making videos oh so there, there's some yeah. overlap yeah there is but you know your like actual passion is for your personal you know right. little, uh, side gig you know Definitely. So the, the end goal would to be to start or not start a YouTube channel. You already have one, but for that to be your full time. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, this is such a tough question. Cause I mean, the only thing I can relate it back to is when I was in college doing electrical engineering and doing my YouTube as, you know, full throttle as I possibly could. I just like, wasn't sleeping. <laughs> so I, I feel like I have, I don't have a good answer. Cause it's, it's literally like, well, you basically do it until it reaches a breaking point where it either breaks you or you break out <laughs> into the algorithm and you, and you make it a thing. So <laughs> it's one of those things where I feel like, you know, if you want to still sleep, um, to maybe, I mean, are your videos about, you know, similar to your job about marketing and, and stuff like that? No, they're pretty different. So yeah. the full-time job is mostly on, uh, you know, they're like kind of corporate types of videos. And, uh, for my YouTube channel, I review, uh, Microsoft products, so mm. like surface devices and that, um, but yeah, they're pretty different. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I guess I would say if you're really at a, a point where it's just a ton. It's like at the end of the day, maybe you have to scale back on the YouTube channel for your, for your sanity, but maybe you can focus on more. Um, I mean, if you're doing products, then I, I imagine that has a good life of its own with search and people are searching and finding your videos. So it's not super reliant on, um, consistency. I imagine you could probably post one video a month and like still get followers and views. Um, but something that, so I did a, uh, second podcast with Linus, um, from Linus tech tips, which will be out in a month, I think. Um, and okay. he said something really great that I haven't really thought about. And he, he was talking about, they, you know, started not doing unboxings on their channel because really people would come, they would be like, okay, cool. They would watch the video, but they wouldn't subscribe They, You know, sometimes they're getting people that aren't there for Linus. They're, they're there for the product. So he said in the past few years, their content has greatly changed to, okay, maybe this product is the backdrop of their videos. Um, but what is a title that can be more evergreen and can attract more subscribers over time? It's not going to be a big boom. It's not going to, you know, maybe go super viral, but they're going to gradually get more subscribers um, because they're, they're there for Linus and the team. They're not just there for the product. So maybe that's something you can focus on and not, you know, like focusing on building community as well as these reviews. And, and maybe you'll be able to be fine with only doing that, you know, once a month, twice a month. Um, because I understand it takes a lot of energy to make videos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really good advice. Yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. Amazing. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.